who wants this? You know what? Yeah, it's toast. Yo, now that everybody's got their minds right, who wants to hear the weirdest news? Yo, we in the right spot. Sit back and get ready to have your minds blown by Jonesy. Right here on Weird AF. I meant to cover this story a few days ago. Uh, I thought it was really wild. It's sports-related. Players let rip in a flatulence row at Grand Slam of Darts. That's a very awful title, by the way. I guess what they're trying to say is the players during the Grand Slam of Darts were farting and accusing each other of farting, apparently. Uh, This is uh, crazy. Players set more than just their arrows flying at the Grand Slam of darts last week with opponents arguing, arguing over who had admitted some farts during their match, the media reported. <laughs> this is, <clears throat> I mean, grown men, grown men doing this? It's hard to imagine. Twice world champion Scotsman Gary Anderson, age 47, who won the match to make it to the quarterfinals. Uh... But his Dutch opponent, Wesley Harms, age 34, said he was affected by the fragrant smell that Anderson had left as they were playing. He said he was affected by this smell. So he's playing darts. He's like, the other guy's farting and I can't concentrate on my dart throwing. Maybe this is a new, you know, maybe this is part of this guy's strategy. He's won twice. He's two-time world champion, Gary Anderson. Maybe this is his way of getting to the finals. Just got <laughs> you need a little... Your, your skills can only take you so far, guys. You've got to cheat at some point. <laughs> Coming from a Patriots fan, I can, I can attest to this. <laughs> hey! Uh, now, I'll take... Harms told the... So the, this guy, his opponent, Wesley Harms, told the media, I'll take me two nights... It'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose. Well, that's a little crazy. Come on, now. We've all, we've all experienced farts before. It's never that bad. Come on. You're being a little bit dramatic, sir. Could it be that you're just not a good dart player? You got to blame your loss on somebody's farting. I mean, uh, but the guy who was accused of farting, the former champ Anderson, said the smell had come from the table side, suggesting that it was from the crowd. He was suggesting that the crowd. No, it wasn't farting. It was the crowd. The crowd was farting. This is so weird. If the guy thinks I've farted, he's 1,010% wrong. Well, that's a strange number. Where'd you get that? It's a hundred, it only goes to 100%, sir. Just want to let you know. It doesn't go up to 1,000%, <laughs> right or wrong. Uh, if he thinks I've farted, he's 1,010% wrong. I had a bad stomach once on stage before, and I admitted it. So I'm not going to lie about farting on the stage. Is that what they call it, on the stage? The dart stage? Every time I walked past, it was a wafted of rotten eggs. So that's why I was thinking it was him. It was bad, said the opponent. It was a stink. Then he started to play better and I thought he must have needed to get some wind out. Oh my goodness. I mean, really? If somebody has done that, they need to see a doctor. (laughs) Seemingly, he says it was me, but I, he says it was me, but I would admit it. It wasn't me. And then there's a second story that came out. Uh, It says that Gary Anderson and Wesley Harms deny farting accusations at the Grand Slam of Darts. This is really a title out there. You could find this. T- I mean, this is f- such a strange thing. 
Well, this article isn't really much of a follow-up. I guess it was um, it's kind of a repeat of the earlier article, but I guess they came out and reiterated that the, we did not... I was not farting. It was the crowd that was farting. I mean, it's like... I wonder if you could... You, you wouldn't experience this in other sports, would you? I mean, can you imagine in basketball? In basketball, you got to get behind another player. Oftentimes, you know, you box them out, whatever, you're going for the rebound. There's a lot of getting behind somebody in basketball. I would think that farting would be a very problematic in a basketball game. That's just my opinion on farting in sports. I'm not a sports flatulence expert by any means, but that's just my, that would be my theory. Um, what would be another? Oh, here, here's a terrible sport. If you're like a wrestling, not WWE wrestling, but like, re- like high school College wrestling, you know that kind of wrestling where you're you're always behind the individual. That you're you're on top of each other. You you could fart in that situation, and that would probably give you an edge. I would say, right? Um, but in in dart dart throwing, I'm gonna say no. It doesn't give you an edge. But it is weird. A woman has her dead husband skinned so she can display his tattoos on the wall. I covered an article, uh, I want to say probably close to a year ago, about a company that turns your dead, your dead lover, friends, relatives, uh, skin into framed artwork, like specifically for tattoo display. Um, so this is not uh, out of the ordinary, but if she did it, if this woman did it at home with her own little preserve a tattoo kit, this is, this could raise a few eyebrows, obviously. Nobody likes to think about death, says this article. But when you find out you have a terminal illness, you have no choice but to get your affairs in order. Some people make plans to be buried in a cemetery next to family members, resting alongside their loved ones for eternity. Others choose cremation, scattering their ashes to the wind or at your favorite ballpark. The remains of their body joining the vibrant life of the natural world. I give you sound effects on Weird AF News, don't I? Yes, I do. You're welcome. However, 41-year-old tattoo artist Chris Wenzel made a dying wish that you definitely don't hear every day. Wenzel suffered from ulcerative colitis, an inflammatory bowel disease. Let's not talk about that. Medical treatment can reduce the symptoms, blah, 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 blah. There's There's no cure. So anyways, realizing his life could be cut short, he asked his wife Cheryl to skin his body so his decorative tattoo art would be preserved forever and ever. Some people might find this decision very shocking, but the tattoo art was an essential part of Chris's life, so this isn't that shocking. When he was only nine years old, he completed his first tattoo. That's a little early to get a tattoo. Nine years old? Where are your parents? Nine-year-old getting a tattoo. That's pretty crazy. That's a little too young for tattoos, but this guy obviously loves tattoos. All right, so he wants them to to be preserved. I don't see anything wrong with that. This is pretty cool, actually. I got some tattoos. I'm not that crazy about them that I want them preserved forever on a, on a wall. But maybe someone will love me enough one day to want that. <laughs> maybe someone will just love me, period. <laughs> hmm. uh, so Cheryl, his wife, said, I thought that that's different, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to get this done for him. You can hang a picture on a wall. A tattoo is something that has been done for hundreds of years. It's just preserving it. After complaining about chest pains, Chris passed... Uh, earlier this month, or I'm sorry, last October. Cheryl investigated uh, and found a place called Save My Ink Forever, 
The Ohio-based company specializes in preserving body art after death, creating an everlasting memorial for loved ones. This might have been the company that I covered. I don't know. I have, I'd have to go back in time and find it. I don't know how to do that. I've, done, I've just done so many episodes, guys. It's just, it's all, the stories are all running together now in my brain. I'm like, did I cover this one already or did I? And it's weird. It's so funny that it's like weird shit that you're like, did I cover this weird shit? You would think that this weird shit would stand out to me now, but it's just all running together. It's just weird stuff every day. None of it seems weird when it's, when you're just knee deep in weird. Anyways. A funeral embalmer and funeral director said, you know, tattoos, they tell a story about a person. And for someone to get something tattooed on them that they're displaying for life, you know, means something to them. So, you, you know, you wouldn't burn or bury a Picasso. And that's what some of these pieces are to them. Yes, save my ink forever. Well, if you guys want to save your, your dead lover's ink, this is where you want to go. Um, they have a GoFundMe, apparently. Oh, no. Cheryl has a GoFundMe to raise the money to uh, put her husband's skin art in a tattoo studio. What, what, what is, where is the skin now? Wait a minute. Oh, Save My Ink Forever used a special formula to surgically remove Chris's skin, then carefully preserved it. All right. The complicated process took three months and cost an astonishing $70,000. All right. You know what? No tattoo's really worth that. That's just too much money. 70 grand? Come on. For 70 grand, you should be able to mummify your entire dead lover. I mean, right? I want, to, I want him mummified and I want him in the corner of my living room. For 70 grand, just the, ta- just the tattoo. Get out of town. <laughs> she, she plans to hang her husband's skin art in his tattoo studio where his children, 9 and 13, can admire it. And when she dies, she'd like her body art to be preserved too and be displayed right next to his. Well, hopefully that price will come down because 70 grand to put some tattoos on it. I mean, that's just too much, man. That's crazy. That's like more than the funeral, right? I'm assuming. That's more than the whole embalming process. That's it's, it's more than everything. That's just, you know what? Just give me the de- I'll give me the dead body. I'll photocopy the. I'll put the dead body on a printer and photocopy the tattoos, and you can keep your seventy grand. I'll do it. I'll I'll photocopy it for fifty cents a copy. I'll get full HD color. I'll, I'll bring the dead. I'll bring my dead lover to Staples. Have them do it. They're really good at making copies. <laughs> seventy grand. You're out of your mind. Out of your mind. What do you guys think of preserving, uh, do you think this is too morbid? Do you think, uh, do you think they crossed the line? Like, if you walked into somebody's house, hey, welcome to dinner. Hey, what's that on the wall right next to where we're eating? Oh, it's my dead husband's, second husband, it's my dead second husband's, um, uh, barbed wire tattoo that he had around his calf. <laughs> Enjoy the, uh, sweet potatoes. <laughs> do you guys think this is morbid? What do you think? Do you think it's cool? I don't know. I want to hear from you. Call Weird AF News, 646-450-2012. Do not fear the dark matter hurricane. The dark matter hurricane is good. It's going to swallow up Earth and take away all of Florida with it. Hey, just kidding. Love Florida. FYI. So anyways, this is some, this is some weird news from space. All right. Apparently the scientists... Well, they think that there's, quote, a dark matter hurricane that's heading towards Earth. In fact, it might, even be, it might even be blowing through us already as we speak. What is dark matter, Jonesy? Dark matter is uh, something that scientists have theorized exists, but you can't see it with the naked eye. They've done a lot of math, and they're like, how, does, how, does this, how is this universe held together? And uh, after doing all their equations, they said, well, there has to be something going on 
something that has mass, a mass that we can't see that holds all this universe together. And they don't know what it is, what it looks like, where it's located, but so they call it dark matter. I don't know. I'm just That's just the cliff notes on dark matter. How do you know that, Jonesy? I'm a nerd sometimes. Don't worry, though. This dark matter is not going to kill you. Mostly it's just a bunch of normal dark matter. I'm sorry. Don't worry. This hurricane isn't going to kill you. It's mostly just normal dark matter with especially good branding, and it really is headed more or less this way. This seems strange to me because I just assume dark matter is all around us anyways. Apparently there's a dark matter hurricane that's formed. I don't know. Here's what's going on. Back in 2017, astronomers spotted a stretched out line of stars passing through our solar system's general region of the Milky Way. The scientists named this group of stars the S1 stream, identifying it as the nearest of several stellar streams moving throughout the galaxy. Parades of stars like these form when the Milky Way gobbles up a dwarf galaxy, stretching the smaller object out in the process. Well, in a new paper just published in the beginning of November in the Journal of Physical Review, Researchers argued that S1 might be carrying with it a hefty load of dark matter from the original dwarf galaxy, and they gave that baggage the snazzy name Dark Matter Hurricane. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> you think the you think a regular hurricane in Florida is gonna get you? Wait till you experience the dark hurricane coming from the center of the Milky Way. Again, the hurricane is not going to kill you or blow the doors off your house, but it just may cause some local spikes in dark matter, which would help researchers that are hunting dark matter actually find the stuff. Because they haven't found it, really. This is what's, that's what's so funny about dark matter. It just exists theoretically, but they've never been able to actually find it. Um, I did watch a show on Netflix about a, a scientist uh, who thought he could uh, actually show dark matter and he was trying to do that using lasers or something i don't know uh okay so that's because the dark matter you won't see this stuff okay uh, because all uh, the article says all galaxies especially dwarf galaxies are held together by dark matter physicists believe so the galaxy that was torn to shreds likely dumped a bunch of dark matter into the stream's path the problem is no existing dark matter detection devices have actually worked in part because they've all been designed based on educated guesses as to what dark matter really is Scientists have a very good reason to believe dark matter exists, but are still guessing about its composition exactly. So the scientists behind the recent paper calculated how dense S1's dark matter would have to be to influence signals at several soon-to-be-built dark matter detectors. When those detectors come online, scientists will know a lot more about the hurricane and whether it's really blowing through our stellar neighborhood. Until then, it's fun to think about, isn't it? A dense cloud of matter from a dead galaxy blasting invisibly through... Through all of us, as it, as it follows the remaining stars on its doomed parade. <laughs> the dark matter. You know you want to have a dark matter smoothie for breakfast, but you can't see it. That's the problem. You can't see the dark matter. How are you going to make a dark matter smoothie if you can't see the stuff? <laughs> it's simply theoretical. You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. I'm giving you a, uh, a performance and at the same time educating you on uh, the mysteries of the galaxy. I think about these things. I really do. Uh, I would love to have a conversation with, a, with a, a, an, astro- an astronomist about this. Maybe I'll go to... You know, we have the uh, Griffith Observatory here in Los Angeles. And they, you can go over there and uh, talk to scientists. Maybe I'll do that. I'll do an interview. Yes, yes, yes. Tell us about the dark matter. Specifically, the dark matter hurricane. <laughs> how, how soon before the scientist gets up and walks out of that interview? <laughs> how weird was that? 
This is Seeking Plum, and you're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Yo, let me ask you this one little question. If Buddy had his head up in her vagina, I wonder what his hair looks like. Maybe it should be a byproduct now. I don't know. Maybe his hair is extra silky smooth. I, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know. I'm curious now. They should post pictures. But she's going to be like the suave gentleman of the year or, or the week or something like that. <laughs> I'm just curious, man. Hey, man. Great episode. Peace. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, if you're, if you're a patron, by the way, uh, I put out a couple of things on there. I, d- I posted a video of me uh, going on an, an adventure, uh, an adventure into a, uh, a pirate sea cave looking for pirate booty. Um, so you get to watch that, uh, those of you who, who are on there. Also, yesterday I posted some Florida pranks on there, too, which is an, uh, an audio file. Uh, I made some phone calls to some places that, um, peaceful places that I asked about bringing my gun um, to protect myself against the uh, herpes-infested monkeys. <laughs> so that's a thing. Uh, so if you are a member of the Patreon, you'll get to listen to those, watch those, slash, and uh, they're really funny, so... Uh, those of you who want to experience some of this extra media that I'm putting out here, go to my Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. And for as little as two bucks a month, you can support Jonesy and his uh, media empire that he's building. <laughs> it's a dark media empire made of dark, weird AF matter. Um, you can also, if you join the Patreon, you get to download my comedy album for free, which is a $10 value anyways. So just just join it for two bucks. What are you doing? Get the free album. Check out the video. Listen to these Florida pranks that I make every month. They're so funny. Uh, also want to give a shout out to, well, my neighbors who are doing a, an immense amount of construction and just totally screwing up my my broadcast here, as always. Here's a shout out to someone who emailed me, Allison Oberg. She says, hey, my name is Allie. I'm writing from Iowa. I teach fifth grade and have a Google Home in my classroom. Uh, at this point... Reading it, I had a heart attack because I thought what she was going to say was, I play your show for my students. And I was like, no, don't. <laughs> but no, she says, I have a Google Home in my classroom. During our, play- during our plan time, myself and three other teachers always listen to Weird AF News while we grade or write lesson plans. It's such a great break from being around children all day, which we love, but obviously we need a break. Your podcast provides some much-needed laughs in the midst of budget cuts and rough days teaching. Also, we adore Florida Fridays so much that we are planning on bringing your podcasts... uh, We're planning on binging your podcasts Monday before school. We don't have school on Friday due to Thanksgiving break. Your ability to laugh at yourself and others really resonates with us. Please never stop doing what you do. We might go crazy without our daily dose of weird AF news. Uh, With much love, four teachers who desperately need a laugh. Well, thank you, Allie. That, you know, I woke up to this email and it really made my day. Stuff like this. When I get emails like this, I go, ah, this is exactly why I do this. So that people can laugh and and their day can be a little bit brighter. I'm bringing some positivity to people's lives. Like, that's what this really is all about. Um, And that's what keeps me going. If I was getting no emails or calls at all, no response, I would just stop. But people are like, no, we love it. And that's what I love to hear. And that's what keeps me going. Another email from uh, Jonicus Hatch says, uh, 
The story you did about the head and the vagina is either fake in its entirety, entirety, or the paramedics and dispatchers' account of the story is fake and just simply added to the story to make it more interesting. I worked as an emergency medical dispatcher, and you're not supposed to talk about stuff like that. It's, quote, private. No doctor, dispatcher, or paramedic should be talking about someone's medical emergency without their permission. Crazy nonsense. L-M-A-O. Yes, you're right. Jonicus, crazy nonsense. Thank you for uh, informing us, because I had a hunch that you're not allowed to talk about this stuff if you're a medical, if you're a 911 dispatch or you're a paramedic or you're a doctor. You're not allowed to talk about somebody's head being caught in someone's vagina. You know, that's private shit. Uh, yeah, so thanks for writing in. Uh, hope that you guys enjoyed the stories today. And just FYI, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, not doing it, but uh, I'll be doing Florida Fridays on Friday. Uh, lastly, if you want to call into the show, it's six four six four five zero twenty twelve. You can email me funnyjones at gmail dot com. You can follow me on Instagram at funnyjones, Twitter at funnyjones, and on Facebook it's comedian Jonesy. Thank you so much. Much love from your man, Jonesy. <laughs>